Welcome to the First Baptist Barberville Weekly Sermon Podcast. At FBC Barberville, our mission is to gather, grow, give, and go. Join us for live worship on the Court Square in Barberville, Kentucky, or to learn more about our church, visit fbcbarberville.com. Here is Pastor Tyler Shields. Notice that I'm not Dr. Tyler Shields. Aren't you glad? We're pinch hitting for our soldier, Captain Tyler Shields, and he asked us would do. I do the Mother's Day message, and I'm delighted, delighted to be able to stand in the absence of our pastor our chaplain, and our Timothy in the gospel. And this morning to recognize and celebrate motherhood. Unique story out of Second Kings 2. Don't really know if they are Hebrew women or Gentile women. I tried to find out, but... They are nameless, and they simply are just women that gave birth to children. And so this is the backdrop, the foundational text. And with Solomon being in wise judgment... And then you can turn your Bibles to 2 Kings, the third chapter, 16 through 27. And as we look at the scripture this morning, and then we will go from the scripture and unpackage four interest points from this story in celebration of motherhood. And I believe moms are to be celebrated. No matter what the world is trying to do out there, God took and raised up moms. And I'm appreciative of mothers. And the Bible says, and would you do something all that can and will, would you stand in reverence and respect to reading of God's Word this morning? And I'm reading from the New King James Version. I'm not sure what. Uh, Ty has put up there, but you can follow it on the screen. And in 2 Kings, the third chapter, the 16th through the 27th verse says, Now two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. And one woman said, O my Lord, this woman, and I dwell in the same house, and I gave birth while she was in the house. And then it happened the third day after I'd given birth that this woman also gave birth and we were together. And no one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose 
in the morning to nurse my son. There he was, dead. But when I had examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had born. Then the other woman said, No, but the living one is my son, and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, No, but the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. And the king said, The one says, This is my son who lives, and your son is dead, one. And the other says, No, but your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. And then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to one and half to the other. And then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king, for she yearned with compassion for her son. And she said, O my Lord, give her the living child, and by no means kill him. But the other said, Let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. And verse 27 is where I want us to focus. So the king answered and said, Give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him. She is his mother. Heavenly Father, anoint the reading of your word and apply it to our heart, mind, soul, and strength that we will celebrate motherhood. In Christ's name I pray. And all the church says, you may be seated. Of all the distractions in the world, yet we have set aside on our calendars to celebrate mothers. Christmas, Easter, and then Mother's Day is the greatest drawing to the church of all the celebrations. We fathers have to take second place to the moms. And I don't know about you, but I kindly like that. I love it, in fact. But notice the first. If we could start without her, we would. If we could grasp the first time without her, we would. If we could make our first sound without her, we would. If we could take our first step without her, we would. We couldn't. Therefore, she was placed here for every first of our lives. Even God needed her and used her for these first of his earthly life. Notice what Luke 1.38 says. For I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Being a mother, I believe, has some responsibilities. Being a mother means doing things that most of us wouldn't even think about doing. But being a mother 
is a very important role that the Lord chooses to give to many women. A Christian mother is told to love her children, Titus 2, verses 4 and 5, in part so that she does not bring reproach on the Lord and on the Savior whose name she bears. But what does God say to the mothers? I asked my wife to define or describe. She's not only my wife, but she's the mother of our four children. To describe, define what a mother is. <laughs> and she said a mother is the closest to God's unconditional love that's found on earth. And I believe that. And like my mama said to me, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. And I believed every word that mama said. So what does God say? There are many examples of God's gentle interaction with women, mothers, widows, and their children. And these examples of God's gentleness apply whether a mother is a single, married, widowed, or divorced. God knows each person intimately. And he knows her situation completely. And if it is her own sin that has resulted in single motherhood, our gracious God is still just as willing to bring her help and comfort. And what's better is that He offers forgiveness. Aren't you glad that mom has access to forgiveness? Aren't you glad that your mom was forgiven toward you? About three years ago, I went on a forgiving tour out of the model prayer, forgive us. And so I went and met my mom on the front porch, and I said, after our preliminary niceties, and I said, Mom, would you forgive us? Forgive me. And she looked straight at me, and she said, Now what have you done? I said, Well, Mom, surely since... February the 17th, 1949, until this date, I need you to forgive me. And my mom was a strong Christian mountain lady. And she broke down and wept. And she said, you're the first that's ever asked me to forgive you. And me being who I am, I said, Mom, does that make me the favorite out of the twelve? No, I love you all the same. See, that intimate knowledge, that intimate and that forgiveness. But here's the first interest point from this story. Every woman can be a mother. You have to be a woman to be a mother. I, say it louder, Juju. You can't be the other. No matter how much that you try to be something that you're not. But God says every woman can be a mother. But often a woman finds herself alone in raising children through no fault of her own. Like this morning, I guarantee you that Caitlin can testify about her soldier husband. And he's not present here, but he's present there serving. But some of us that have served know the separation. 
And freedom has a cost. But freedom must be connected with responsibility because freedom that's not connected with responsibility is the worst kind of bondage. And so our pastor, our soldier, is in Belize this morning. He said he may send through and interrupt this service, but he said he would be eavesdropping. And so it's good to have him online and the other moms online that are listening and watching us this morning that we're reaching out. But every woman can be a mother. And sometimes beyond the control of that wife, that mother, that soldier has been killed in battle. <laughs> and now she's on her own. Folks, I don't know about you, but I really, really have a great admiration for a Christian mom that would take and raise their children in the absence of a father that has sacrificed for our nation. And I believe on this Mother's Day that we stand in a time that we need more Christian moms, more Christian husbands to come on board and train up a child in the way it should go. And when they're older, they'll not depart from that way. I believe we need to echo it. We need to stand up and speak out loudly in these times. But the second interest point, a mother is every woman's choice. There's choices like in this story. One woman laid on her child and it died. Now maybe the Bible doesn't describe what happened there. It said she just no doubt suffocated the baby. Accident, no doubt. But yet she's willing to steal from another woman life. And God said no. No, I gave this child to this woman. How many believe that children are a gift from God? I believe with all of my heart that they're gifts. They're blessings. They're not burdens. And so as we celebrate motherhood and look at a mother's choice, God cares about families. God is on the side of family, but God is more concerned that each person, no matter what her family looks like, repenting of sin and coming into an intimate relationship with Him. He wants all to know Him because His creatures knowing Him brings joy and brings Him glory. Even beyond motherhood, that woman needs to be saved. She needs Jesus. I believe that saved Christian mother does a lot more for the benefit of the family and the child and a woman that is lost and separated and albeit may be a good mother. But something about God's unconditional love breaks through. <laughs> and you can love more unconditionally. You can love like Jesus loves. And sometimes I must confess that Anne is a more loving person than I. And it's like Thomas said 
to his mom one morning, Mom, don't let Dad come and wake me up. He runs my whole day. We get bound up in the details of our lives, worrying about what other people will think of us and whether the church will accept us and whether they, that we have just ruined things entirely. But God calls, He's not only concerned, but God calls the Christian to the joy of being above the weight of weary. He has said that we should cast all of our care upon Him, for He cares for us, 1 Peter 5 and verse 7. He wants to carry the burden and forgive our sins and then forget about our sins and help us move on. You know, I don't know about you, but my wife is the most perfect mother alongside of my mother. And she's treated our kids in such a motherly way that even during the Sunday school, her son calls. Even during the service, he, she said, you need to call him back. And I did. And I said, what you need, Bubby? He said, I need to talk to Mom. Did you hear that? That mother knows that cry. And all he asks us to do is to know him, delight in him, and trust him. Mothers are often very responsible people. And sometimes it can be hard just to set aside the worries. <laughs> worries overtake us, don't it? Mom's not exempt to worries. Mom looks out. And she's that mother. How many knows what I'm talking about? Mom's has that instinct about her. <laughs> mm. And so in trusting, knowing, and delighting in God, God commands the mom to do it anyway beyond worrying. To spend a little more time each day focused on Him and trust during the rest of the day that He will provide both physically, emotionally, and spiritually as we lean on Him. And the third interest point, a mother can be chosen. A mother can be chosen. In another life situation, and I'm intentionally using my family because I know what went on inside the Patterson home, the Patterson family. But here's a story that really resonated over the years. When Ann and I were having our children. We had an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, and there were six years between Thomas and Jeremy, and after Thomas, I gave up on kids. I don't want no more. We had had an ambition of six children. He said, man, that's a big family. Not when you were coming from a family of 12, that was very a conservative number. But then, on the street that we lived in Trenton, Michigan, we were the only Southern Baptists, and the rest were Catholic. And that's okay with us. And so this is a story where Anne was in the hospital with Jeremy. I'd taken a week off from work, and 
not pastoring. We pastored by vocationally. And I was taking care of the eight-year-old and the six-year-old, and this story really resonated. And while Ann and Jeremy was in the hospital, and we go visit, and then those two sneaked around behind the bed to their mama and said, Mama, tell Daddy to take us to McDonald's. said, he's killing us. <laughs> and Anne, being the mother she is, she says, take him to McDonald's. It'll be okay. But they encouraged Mama, hurry up and get out of the hospital. Come on home. <laughs> you think about these little snippets of life situations and you appreciate a mother can be chosen. And what this might look like for a mom is setting aside time to read the Bible and pray. And she might think, I just don't have the time between working and raising the child and doing all the things that I must do. But mothers, listen to this. If you're too busy to take time with God, you're too busy. It's a conscious decision the mother is chosen. And the mother is chosen for a specific task in life, in the world. She can set aside time to talk to God in prayer and listen to His voice in Scripture, in scripture even if it means not cleaning the pile of dishes. She can find His amazing strength and comforting presence will be with her for the rest of the day. Memorizing verses like, The Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. As Psalm 118 and verse 6 tells us. And Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's a constant reminder to the mothers that all of these responsibilities are good. But I believe the greatest responsibility a mom has is to train up a child in the way it should go. And when it's older, it'll not depart from that way. And believe you me, the children are watching their mothers. I would come in sometimes with mom and She'd be sitting there with those real thick glasses on reading the Bible. That's a good thing to be caught in. And then she would remind me, I prayed for you today. And then she'd remind me when I was pastoring, do I have to get an appointment with my son to talk with him? I said, I'll get you on the calendar, Mom. That's the reason I had to build a house across the road from her house because she wouldn't let me move back in after that remark. And the fourth interest point is a chosen mother knows the consequences. A chosen mother knows the consequences. You see... When you're chosen, there are some responsibilities that comes with that chosenness. So what does God have to say to mothers? 
the same thing that he says to everybody. And here's about six things that I want you to listen. Repent of sin. Trust in Christ for forgiveness. Communicate with God through prayer. Listen to His voice through Scripture. Lean on God for strength in trials. And number six, and put your hope in the amazing eternal life with Him that He has planned for, listen to this, what Paul says in Corinthians, for no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the wonderful things that God has prepared for those that love Him. We can't wrap our mind around God's love. <laughs> but the closest thing to an unconditional godly love is a mother. <laughs> so how is it? The third largest crowd that the church draws are mothers. I don't know about you, but I think that's significant. So here's the challenge to celebrate motherhood. The wisdom literature, Proverbs 31, wife is a fierce provider and protector for those she cares about her children. She is wise to the ways of the world, but lives by the wisdom of God. She's balanced. Just like my mom and her little wisdom tidbits, I call it. We'd be on the riverbank chopping out the cornfield as boys. And you know, mom had this wisdom about her, and she said this. She said, sweat bees only sting lazy people. I didn't want to be in the lazy group. Aren't moms diplomatic? Aren't they wise how to motivate us to get us to accomplish a task and not complain? <laughs> but this Proverbs 31 wife, she's fierce, is a fierce provider and protector of those things she cares about her children. She's balanced in the ways of the world and the wisdom of God. And how any individual woman, a mother, exemplifies these characteristics Characteristics will depend on her situation, gifts, abilities, and availability. And the key in this verse 30, just as it is in the beginning of Proverbs 1-7, listen to this, moms. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Mm. As we stand, as Dr. Carter comes and leads us and the praise team, and by the way, Please stand with us. Dr. Richard Carter invited me. said, seeing how you're pinch hitting this morning, would you want to come and join the praise team? Now, one other thing that mom was very serious about, when I would try to sing, she would literally say to my siblings, go pick your brother up. He's fell and he's hurt himself. So I appreciate the invitation, Dr. Carter, come and lead us in this invitation. And the challenge to mothers is real simple. If you've never made Jesus, 
your Savior, your Lord. You can make that decision this morning. And the online audience, you can make that decision right there in your living room. If you're a mom and you have been saved, but you've never taken that first step of obedience to be baptized, you can do that this morning. You can acknowledge that and the pastor will be back being our shepherd. And he administer that ordinance of the church to you. What a great day to make that decision, to take that first step of obedience. The third thing is, this morning, if you are a mom and you need a family of God, how many would recommend First Baptist Church, Barberville? First family. Mom, come on. I'll step down here, and I'd like to ask my bride, the mother of my four children, to meet me, and you can join around us if you decide this morning. Whatever that decision that you need to make, would you come and join Ann and I here in the altar area? Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon podcast. Please subscribe, but also join us live in person on the Court Square in Barberville, or find us on YouTube by searching FBC Barberville, on Instagram at first underscore Baptist underscore Barberville, on Twitter at Barberville FBC, or on our Facebook page, First Baptist Barberville.